0: This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Hello, everyone. This is Anne from Teacher's Den. I hope so far you're having a good day. And if you're not, I pray that the hand of the Lord will come upon you and relieve you from whatever stress it is that you're going through. It is well with you. It is well with your soul. The Lord loves you, and he will deliver you from every stronghold of darkness. So... Uh, The last time I uploaded something, I think we were talking about, I know, we were talking about the concept of sowing and reaping. And I told you all that that was going to be a part one and we're going to have a part two. It's a series. So today we're going to be talking the concept of sowing and reaping part two. Sit down, relax, grab your Bible. And let's study. I pray that the Holy Spirit gives you all understanding, even as you listen to me. And I pray that He interprets this word just as He wants it to, so that it can bring for transformation in your life. So, if you have your Bible with you, let's quickly read 2 Corinthians chapter 9. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, we'll be reading from verse 6 to 8. From verse 6 to 8. But this I say, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. So let each one give as he proposes in his heart, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to make all grace abound toward you that you, always having all sufficiency in all things, may have an abundance for every good work. Praise the Lord. So I'm going to take it verse by verse so that we can really understand it. So we're talking about the concept of sowing and reaping. And I know last time, we talked about sowing love, sowing kindness, sowing wickedness. And I also stated that, you know, the measure, the Bible says that the measure for which you sow is the measure for which you reap. But if you're sincere in your heart, God is too kind, too loving, and so much of a judge that in the measure in which you give, he gives you 100 more because if you sow an apple you have seeds and you plant an apple what you get in return you get a tree and in a tree you get a lot more apples so in that concept whatever you sow you reap a lot more so it's better to sow love so that you can get more love more than the measure for which you give if you sow kindness you can get back kindness and get more The kind of kindness that will last in your generation, that even when you're gone, people are still kind to your children and your children's children because of the kindness that you sowed while you were alive. Remember, we also talked about wickedness. The Lord says that he is a judge and he does not in any way clear the guilty. Because he visits the sins of the father upon the children's children. So if you're so wickedness right now and you think, oh, I'm safe, everything is okay. Remember that the legacy you're leaving behind for your children and your children's children is where the problem really is. So if you sow wickedness, wickedness is going to visit your generation, even to generations yet unborn, simply because of what you have done. It will take the grace of God and His mercy, and the Bible says indeed that His mercies are new every morning. So despite what your father or your father's father may have done, if you come to him, after He has given you the revelation, if you come to him, the sins of your father does not have to go with you when you come asking for mercy. I use myself as an example. I don't know what my mother's or my mother's mothers, I don't know what they would have done, but the Lord had to reveal this to me, that if I continue like this, I also would not be able to last long in my home. Just go listen to the podcast so that you get all the ideas, you know, you get a clear picture of what I'm talking about. So today... We're still talking about sowing and reaping in that form, in that light, only that we're explaining it further. Now we will be using all forms, whether you sow money, you sow your finances, or you sow love, you sow kindness. This is it though. If you sow sparingly, You will reap sparingly. If you sow bountifully, you will reap bountifully. So don't be tired of giving. Don't be tired of showing love, giving, giving love, showing kindness, giving, assisting people in any way that you can. Do not be. And when you do it, do it in love, do it with joy. Don't do it in, do it in no small measure. You see the magnitude or the measure in which you're blessed is the measure God expects you to give. So, if God has blessed you in thousands and you decide to keep giving one dollar, two dollars, well, it kind of means that you're advising God to bring down his blessings to the level at which you can give. It's just like telling God when we read, okay, let's say the Lord's Prayer, for example, forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. You know what you're saying? You're saying, Lord, forgive me according to the measure of which I forgive. If I forgive someone for saying, oh, you're stupid and I can't forgive some, I can't forgive my husband because he cheated on me. That means you're telling God not to forgive you when you cheat on him. Because if you check it in our everyday lives, we we cheat on God in one way or the other. When we do something that he says we shouldn't do, we cheat on him. So when you commit some kind of sin, and you are unable to forgive, you're telling God not to forgive you. So that's about what it is. If you sow sparingly, you will reap sparingly. So give abundantly, give bountifully. Don't be tired. Look, I remember I told you, God is not an unjust, unjust God. He is not an unjust God. He is a righteous judge. That's what the Bible calls him. So God is truthful, God is sincere. And this God says that he blesses the labor of love. He does not take for granted what you do in his name. So if you give in the name of Jesus, you will definitely get back in the name of Jesus. So if you give sparingly, he will bless you sparingly. So if you give today and say, I'm tired of giving, I'm not going to give for the next five years. The heavens will be closed up under you, and so you will not receive as well. So in the measure for which you're blessed, give also in that measure. In the measure in which you're blessed, give also in that measure. That's how it works. When God blesses you, bless others too. Don't hold back. Don't don't make it look like you're the only one who should be at the top. Because God has promoted you, you now think others are not qualified to get to that level. Okay. So let's move forward. Verse seven says, so let each one give as he proposes in his heart. So as you think in your heart, this is what I want to give. Do so, do so believing that you are a spirit filled child of God. So when you go to church and some pastor, or some preacher is telling you to give, give, give. If you do not want to give the Bible says, don't Don't give grudgingly, don't give out of necessity. You owe nobody nothing. The only reason why we do what we do is because we understand the concept of the Bible. So if the Bible says, if you sow, you will reap. And you think that, okay, given to people, given to the church, I'm going to reap from it. Then you do it. If you don't believe in the concept, don't do it because it wouldn't work for you. That's just how the Bible works. Every part of the Bible that you believe in will work for you. Every part of the Bible you don't believe in will not work for you. Until you come to an understanding. So don't do anything because somebody said so. Don't do anything because you feel you just have to. No. Do it because you want to. And do it because you received the revelation from the holy spirit because the lord is teaching you and his guiding you now let me share with you the part i really like you know i really love this part it says that god is able to make all grace abound toward you that you always having all sufficiency in all things may have an abundance for every good work now it may seem hard it may seem like i really don't understand what that verse is saying well this is what it is saying When you give bountifully because God loves a cheerful giver, this is what happens. God makes every grace that you require to succeed, to abound towards you. That means if you need favor to succeed, God will cause the grace of favor to come upon you. It means if you need the grace for speed, you know, you've been delayed You feel that at your age, you're supposed to have achieved certain things. And then you sow to that dimension. The Bible is saying that God will cause that grace for speed to come upon you. If you say, oh, I need the grace for restoration. I want to be restored. The Lord is saying that he will cause that grace to come upon you in giving, in giving. You see, there's this thing I always like to say. Let's be truthful. For every blessing that God promises his children, there is a condition. There is a condition. So, if you want all grace, think about it. What grace is it that you want? I desire the grace for favor. So, every time I give, I give so that I get the grace for favor. I desire the grace for speed. I desire the grace for influence. I want to be, in fact, why do you think I'm doing this podcast? Because I want to be able to influence your thoughts. So, I give towards that dimension. So when you give bountifully, the Lord will cause all grace required for your sufficiency in every good work. So whatever it is that you need to do, the Lord will provide, he will give you the grace to help you walk in that dimension, to be able to produce the results that he expects in your life. So whether it's giving love, whether it's giving kindness, whether it's giving your resources, your resources could be anything. Don't let anybody deceive you that it's just about going to church and paying your tithe and giving the money to church. No, it's about your everyday life, your everyday life, giving love every day, showing kindness every day. Providing people with stuff that they need according to your ability, according to the resources that God has put in you. These days we have come to realize it doesn't take a wealthy man or a rich man to bless you. It takes a generous heart to bless you. Now that's what God is calling us to do. He's calling on us to be generous, give to one another. The reason why God blesses you is for you to bless someone else. So when these graces for, for your sufficiency has been provided to you unto every good work, God expects that you continue as a blessing to others. So the essence of sowing and reaping is so that all that God wants you to be can come to light. The grace required to be all that God wants you to be can manifest in your life. So don't get tired of giving. Don't get tired of sowing. Sowing is no longer just a farmer's term anymore. It's now a term in every sphere of life, every area of life. Be nice at work. Be nice at home. Be nice amongst your friends be nice to strangers, be kind. You're not in control of what goes on around you. God is. But in whatever way that you can assist people, do. Don't be the one who steals. Don't be the one who kills. Don't be the one who bug bites. Don't be the one who smother people's good life. So someone is trying to live good and then you're the one who's trying to destroy the person's personality. No. Be a blessing. Give love. Give joy. Let people see you and be glad that you're there. Now, this podcast is becoming very long, but I just want to quickly share something before I end this. I'm going to read Psalm 126, verse 5 and 6. Psalm 126, verse 5 and 6. Those who sow in tears will reap in joy. He who Continually goes forth reaping, bearing seed for sowing, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. So this is more or less like an encouragement. You're giving today. You're crying. You're sacrificing your all. Somebody comes to you and says, my brother, I'm hungry. I need to eat. And between you and God, you know that this $5 is the only penny that you have remaining. And then you say, okay. I had breakfast. I know I have to look for where I'm going to get lunch from. But since you haven't had anything today, take this $5, go get something to eat. The Lord says that those who sow in tears will definitely come again rejoicing. You will reap in joy. If you don't remember anything, just remember verse 5. Those who sow in tears shall reap in joy. Those who sow in tears shall reap in joy. Be joyful. Be glad in all of your doing. Let people backstab you. Let people do whatever. Let people think you're stupid. The Lord is saying, I've got your back. The same ones who laugh at you today will be the same ones to rejoice over you. They will say, I wish I could be you. The sacrifices you made, they will learn to make such sacrifices too. So be a blessing. Shine the light of Jesus everywhere that you go. Let your life be a testimony to the kingdom of God. Christians, you are the light. Shine the light in every good work. Be a blessing. I pray that this podcast meets you well. I pray that this podcast brings for transformation in your life. I pray for those of you who have been sowing and say, I haven't reaped yet. Hold on. Stay strong. God never forgets his own. He always remembers your labor of love. Take care. Have a good day. This is Anne from Teachers Den. Bye-bye.